How's it going? To end. How's it going? To end. How's it going? To end. How's it going? How is it going to end? How's it going to end? How's it going to end? How's it going to end? How is it? How's it going to end? What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to How's It Going to End. How you doing? That's great. Trying Abad in the morning. If you're just <clears throat> listening, I have a Trying Abad in the morning mug. So if you want to see it physically, pop over to the YouTube channel, Comedian Cinema, and you can watch the podcast. If you're listening, you're missing out on this awesome mug. I'll just say that. What's going on, everybody? I was right. That's the first thing I'm going to talk about is I was right. The only way for a Joker 2 to be interesting at all and hop the barrier of unnecessary sequels, which we all know it is, is if they do something just fucking batshit creative. And it was announced, not confirmed, but you know, I guess at this point, if it doesn't turn out this way, people are going to be disappointed. It was announced that Lady Gaga is in early talks to play Harley Quinn, and Joker 2 is set to be a musical, apparently, which, uh, fuck yeah, that's amazing. That's a perfect fucking idea. If you're making a sequel off of something that was so critically and financially successful, it's so easy to go down the same, you know, formulaic route. But this seems like it's going to be really, really interesting. And I'm 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 very, very excited. I was I was very subdued last week at the idea of a sequel just because it's like, you know, who gives a fuck, right? A Joker sequel isn't necessarily interesting until you bring in something just ridiculously, stupidly creative. And that's what this is. A musical, which, you know, in the last week, there have been like five projects announced that they're going to be musicals, so now that's a whole other thing. Joker 2, Looney Tunes movie, a Smurfs movie, and now The Boys, episode 5, is a musical, apparently. <laughs> These guys don't know how to not stay topical. <laughs> it's pretty fucking crazy how uh, topical The Boys is. You know? When it comes to just every level, even right down to Charlize Theron playing a fucking cameo role. If you haven't seen The Boys season three yet, I mean, it's been five weeks since the start of... No, it hasn't. It's been three or four weeks since the start of the season. Um, this will be out on the day of episode five, so, you know. Um, but in the first episode, she plays... Charlize Theron plays, like, plays Stormfront in the movie version in uh, Dawn of the Seven. And she also plays... Some fucking character in the end of Doctor Strange, which is like so funny. They perfectly satire Marvel in such a beautiful way. Marvel and like big budget blockbusters and huge franchise IP movies. And it's, they do such a good job. I just wish that they would able they they were able to crit criticize um, Amazon <laughs> as well as they criticize Disney, you know. But I guess that's not that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'm I'm fine with this too. Disney's another one of those giant fucking 
killer conglomerates that just, you know, mm, really interesting shit. But yeah, Joker 2. Um, I'm more excited than ever. I think this is going to be something interesting. Um, you're going to have Arthur in the fucking, in the uh, asylum. You can have Gaga play a fucking, we're, we're going to be able to see the seduction. You know what I mean? Because the whole thing with the Joker is that he seduces Harley. He kind of lures her over and manipulates her and, 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 and you know, Oh, this is going to be so good. I'm so excited. And the fact that it's a musical is they're just going to be batshit. They're just going to be fucking crazy. And they're going to be singing songs to each other and dancing around in a fucking asylum. And it's going to be like a classic fucking weird, morbid, mad love story. I'm so excited. This is going to be so good. Hot damn. This is going to be some good shit. Um... Hmm. What else is there? There's actually a ton of shit. I actually have a bunch of notes this time, guys. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about this. It just relates to Star Wars. I'm not going to talk about Star Wars as much as I did last week. Um, it's funny how like I got three comments on TikTok last week of people being like, I've seen more people complaining about Star Wars fans than I've seen toxic Star Wars fans. And it's like, that's how you, you know, thanks for revealing yourself. Um, which is, it's just, you know, it's not true. You're wrong. You're incorrect. The amount of times I scroll on TikTok and there's that fucking dork that is like, I just wants to, it has to be perfect, bro. If you think Star Wars was ever fucking perfect, you're a fucking fool. That's the problem with like a franchise like Star Wars. That's the problem with a franchise like Star Wars. It, it, it fucking, it fucking tricked people into thinking it was good. <laughs> Or it's not into thinking it was perfect, into into their spoiled fucking fans. I don't know, spoiled fans thinking that like, oh, it has to be perfect. Since fucking when was Star Wars ever perfect? Star Wars has been messy, a messy, janky fucking sci sci-fi opera. That's it. It's all it has to be. It has to be dramatic and it has to have lasers. That's it. And it's so funny how people switch up on on the Obi-Wan show as soon as they see an old fucking old Anakin. Interesting. Oh, it's It's almost like you find out exactly what they wanted from the show is just rehashed shit and no new original storylines. Fucking dorks. Unfucking believable. There's that one that other guy who was saying there's no such thing as a toxic Star Wars fan. And then he deleted his fucking tweet. I don't know his fucking name, but he's got a ridiculous following. And then it cuts to a clip of him on TikTok going, let's fucking go. When they see uh, fucking Hayden Christensen in his uh, Padawan stupid ass braid, he deserved nothing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how right I can be and also still be an asshole. But I guess the asshole part is the more important part. I don't know, man. Oh my God, dude. I saw Jurassic World Dominion and holy shit. Holy shit. Hold on. Hey Siri, turn off low power mode. Okay. I've turned up. Thank you. Um, Jurassic World Dominion is awful. It's terrible. It's not the good send off for the franchise. 
But hopefully they fucking stop. Hopefully they fucking stop with this shit. Jesus Christ. Fucking terrible. I don't, there's so, I, I did a whole video, like a, a minute long video on it because I don't want to talk about it any longer than that. But Jesus Christ. I mean, <laughs> it's so, it's, it's not even what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like these fucking new movies now that kind of touch on shit from 20 years ago and 30, 40 years ago. It's not even that. Like, you know, a perfect antithesis to this is uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. That one brought all the fucking old gang back and, you know, and that whole thing, which is another phenomenon that it seems to be ending because what else can they fucking do it with? But in Ghostbusters Afterlife, there's an interesting story. There's new characters. It's it's fun. And that's, and that's it. And that's what these Jurassic Park movies should have been. And they're so fucking not. And they're so messy and lazy. And they're the, the, it's like the fifth time that we've seen characters from 20, 30 years ago because we're so scared of, the, of, of now that we're running to the fucking past. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. We got Star Wars has been doing it since 2015, bringing Han Solo and all those motherfuckers back. Spider-Man did it um, in, in No Way Home. Ghostbusters. Jurassic World. And what else? What else? I guess Top Gun counts, but Top Gun is also a good movie. Top Gun Maverick is like an actual... It is, it's a commercial for the U.S. military, but it's also a good movie. You know, if you don't ever intend on enlisting to the military, um, it's a fine movie. You know, it's much better than like all these other... What do you call them now? Requels? I guess Scream does that. Scream did that too. But Scream is also good too. The new one. Oh, perfect segue. We can talk about Scream 6 and, and all that shit going on. Not shit, really. It's actually not terrible. The only annoying part is uh, Nev Campbell is not re- returning, which is disappointing. She's fucking Sydney. How do you not pay her all the money? I think she said in a statement that they didn't come to her with a number that met her uh, significance, which is like, dude, how the fuck do you not? She's the, she's, it's like going to Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween and going, eh. That's a shame. Um, but, you know, whatever. I guess they make up for that by having it come to New York. Scream 6 is going to take place in New York. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like Jason Takes Manhattan. Hopefully it's actually, I don't know, it utilizes the fucking actual city. I just want to see a scene where everyone in Times Square has the fucking mask on and just a bunch of dead bodies are dropping and no one knows who's doing it because the mass panic. That's it. That's it. That's all I want from this fucking next movie. They have, they're bringing on the same writers and a couple of the same cast. And I, and I like this new cast. And I really like the, the commentary in, in this newest Scream on toxic fucking fandoms and how they want what's in their head to be the next movie. You fucking Star Wars lunatics. It has to be perfect. <laughs> Link, shut your eyes and forget the last 45 years of movies. Um, yeah. Oh my God, dude, there was this fucking person in the movie theater. Just tell me if I'm, if I'm being an asshole about this. I know I'm an asshole, but tell me about this. Is it okay? Is it right to take off your shoes in a movie theater? What kind of fucking beast of a human pops off their shoes in the movie theater? And it's recliner seats so I can see your fucking socks. 
and I can smell your fucking socks. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? I, it, uh, disgusting. Ugh. Take off your fucking shoes in a movie theater. This isn't your house, bitch. Go the fuck home if you want to be all chill. <laughs> Taking your shoe. What kind of... is? It's like... I, I, I'm speechless. I don't know what else to say. That's, that's fucking ridiculous. This person next to me and their partner... I'm trying to be genderless about this because I don't want to make it seem like... It was a dude, but I don't want to make it seem like... You know, they he 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 heel kicked his his shoes off, and then had his like legs up like like uh, his knees pointed like he was chilling on the recliner seat, and I'm like, dude, you're right there. I can smell your fucking feet. I didn't say that because I don't want to cause any shit. Could be it could be a dude, bro. What, bro? I don't do with that shit. Could be an alpha. You know those self self those self proclaimed self proclaimed alphas. Ugh. What, bro? Don't take your shoes off. If you take your shoes off in a movie theater, we cut your feet off. How about that? How about that? No feet. No feet for you. If you take your shoes off in a movie theater, same for people who chew their ice from from their drink in a movie theater. Where do you think you are? You're in a movie theater with people. You're not home, fella. Chewing your ice. I, I fucking hope to be as comfortable as that person, as the person that takes their shoes off and chews the ice from their drink in a movie theater. Fucking lunatics. I swear to God. I'm the only sane one person. <laughs> Ugh. Ew. Fucking gross. Just awful. What are some other fucking awful movie habits that people do? Texting and talking is like a basic one. That one at this point, you can kind of face through it. Something about seeing this dude next to me pop his shoes off. I feel like a trauma victim. Jesus Christ. And I think that was for uh, Maverick. That wasn't for Dominion. Dominion sucked solely off the movie. No no bad theater experience. (laughs) Oh, man. What else? Dude. I'm not going to give any spoilers because I know it just came out and I know people are trying to catch up. But fucking Barry. Who's watching fucking Barry season three? God damn. Bill Hader. Some, I, not, I don't want to say somehow. The guy's an incredible writer. It's obvious. But he turned his like goofy kind of like the, the premise of the show being a hitman wants to become an actor. He turned it into like... A, th- a thick analysis for anxiety and, and self-loathing and and just mania. And it's fucking, oh my God. He's created one of the best shows in, in television history. Three seasons and he's, and he's already done it. Season one and two were phenomenal. Increasingly better with each season. And then with season three, it's like a punch in the fucking nose. And I think, just to be sure... I think season four is being worked on. Yeah, season four. He's he's working on it right now. Holy shit. What a fucking show, man. This guy knows what he's fucking doing. I don't even know. I saw someone the other day talk about the... the uh, 
what's the word? The competition between Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad and the idea that Better, Better Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad, which it is. Um, and that's not a slight on Breaking Bad, obviously. People take that shit too personal and they want to suddenly push down on Better Call Saul. And it's like, it's a, it's an infinitely better show in every aspect. And that's because of Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like every show following The Sopranos in that third golden age where The Sopranos came in and flipped the script completely, changed the game in terms of drama television and everyone gets the benefit from that. Every show following The Sopranos benefited from this new ground, this new like, like paved ground by The Sopranos. And that's the same thing with with uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad came in and in its in its own right changed the fucking game. It is a GOAT. It is a greatest of all time certified. And then you have Better Call Saul come and you have Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, the writers, the showrunners, are able to improve upon themselves. And it's one of those things where you have these these guys, holy shit, they come on and they they take everything they learned from since 2008 Right, 2008, yeah. And they just they just improve upon it infinitely. And then Better Call Saul gets the benefit from that. It's fucking amazing. There's no need to get defensive about it. I think that a lot of people, or at least people that like... I was just old enough that when, when Breaking Bad was in season four is when I binged all of one through three on Netflix because I wasn't fucking old enough for it at that time. I was In 2008, it came out. Netflix, it came out. I went on to Netflix in 2012, 13, just before the... the um finale and then I was able to watch the finale episode by episode but I'm thinking about people that watched it since 2008 since before you know since when AMC was like a rinky dink fucking show AMC did Mad Men and better and and, and Breaking Bad and then that really gave them their fucking name when it comes to drama television and they didn't in 2010 they did The Walking Dead which is just you know a fucking disgrace of a fucking show and now they're doing like three different spinoffs. Speaking of fucking dead show spinoffs, holy shit. I just saw this. I walked out of uh, this movie earlier. I walked out of a fucking movie theater earlier and they're making a, a Jon Snow series, a sequel series. What? Why? His story ended. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's in development. Although like there's a lot of shit in development at HBO for Game of Thrones and, and we've only seen something for... Blood of the Dragon, but like, okay, that's another, that's a horrifying example of a show that just completely obliterated its like cultural impact by ending in such a sour way. And now anything that comes after I'm, I'm excited for Blood of the Dragon because I read the Fire and Blood book that um, R.R. Martin put out. It's basically like a textbook of the Targaryens and all that shit. And it's, it's actually really interesting to see him not right from a first person point of view, but from several like third and, uh, like eyewitness account things. It's really interesting, actually. It's really cool. So I'm excited for that show because they're going to go through that history of the Targaryens. But this, this Jon Snow sequel, I don't know if I'm exactly interested. Just because it's like... I was content with his story ending where, the, where it ended in the show. You know, he goes off and he lives that fucking life and he dies. But like, what else comes after that? You know, if they come up with something interesting, then I'm down. But I don't know. I'm, I'm cautious at this point. 
See, like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's possible familiar familiar characters will show up. Like, I don't give a fuck if Sansa and Arya show up. Their stories are perfectly bookended at the end of that awful finale. You don't got to do that. God, no, people just can't right come up with fucking new shit. Because the only shit that makes fun, that makes any money is old, is new shit talking about old shit. Yeah, like, this is, ugh, God, there's too many fucking spinoffs now. It's, it's House of the Dragon, which I can be okay with. That's 200 years before the original series, so that's plenty of time to do anything new. And then they have the Tales of Duncan Egg, which is like pretty recent history, which I don't give a fuck about. And now they're doing this Jon Snow one, and it's like, dude, who cares? Who cares because his story's over, and he, I'm surprised he signed up for it. He did, he talked about how he had severe mental health issues after finishing the show. I guess he's healthier now. I think it's, yeah. Newest addition to the set, to the podcast set. If you're, if you're listening, check out YouTube because I want to show you this. Uh, the best character in Star Wars. Not not Grogu. Migs Mayfeld, right here, baby. That's the only Star Wars action figure that I have, and he's going to remain there until I'm dead. Or until I inevitably throw it away because I don't give a fuck. Migs Mayfeld is the best Star Wars character, and you can't change my mind. Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Han Solo. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get out of here. Migs Mayfeld is the best Star Wars character. He's a regular fucking guy. You know, he understands the the, the fucking problems of the, of the people who aren't in the Empire or in the Rebellion. He's a regular fucking dude. Not to mention Bill Burr's performance is phenomenal in season seasons one and two, but also particularly two for that incredible scene where they talk about basically Star Wars Vietnam. Or... You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's sick. I'm gonna leave that there for now, because he's the only. He, I would love. There we go. Talk about spinoffs. A Migs Mayfeld spinoff, and it's sort of like we get to see him in Space Boston doing Space Boston shit. You know, he's running around. He's getting Dunkin' Donuts, and he's he's having problems with his family or whatever. Like 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 the Sopranos. He's he's got like you know the fucking Migs Junior has to go to a fucking soft softball game. But he also has to assassinate the uh, this alien from a fucking different planet at 2.30. You know what I mean? Like, that's the shit I want to see. That's the only thing that really interests me at this point with Star Wars. I don't give a fuck about the Skywalkers. Fuck off. Skywalkers are boring. Since what, 78? 77? Fuck off. Tired of them. Fucking Hayden Christensen wants to do a, a Vader spinoff. And it's like, bro, the entire franchise has your name on it. Fuck off. Enjoy that you came back and that all Star Wars fans were so desperate to shit on the sequels that they elevated the prequels. Enjoy that love. Appreciate it. You deserve it. You you certainly wasn't weren't amazing in the prequels, but you didn't deserve all the shit you got. Enjoy it and then disappear. You got to play an old face to young Anakin. There you go. That's the fucking dream, right? <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I'm done, everybody. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> if you want to follow the podcast, you can go to my YouTube channel, Comedian in the Cinema, 
or you can go on YouTube, uh, on a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts for how's it going to end. If you could rate and review on YouTube and Spotify, that'd be cool. I mean, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, that'd be cool. If you could subscribe on YouTube, that'd be also cool. Um, and if you're a Star Wars fan and aren't as pressed by my comments on Star Wars, show me my show me ranting about your fucking lame-ass franchise to your friends who will get upset because that makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> hopefully I have a guest next week. Sorry for two weeks in a row. I'm just me. I'll see you guys next week.